0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Eric Barbens, and I have been brought in specifically to preemptively introduce this very special episode of Ruben Uncut. Because there are some things that should be noted before the average listener goes into this episode. First of all, it needs to be stated clearly and up front that the following episode will feature clips... Well, we're going to go through almost the, exact, the, whole, the entire video, to be honest. Almost. And uh, that video will feature audio from Jordan Peterson. Now, so if you do not feel like you are comfortable hearing Jordan Peterson, you do not need to listen to this episode. There are plenty of other Ruben Cut episodes for you to listen to that I'm certain you have not heard yet. If you feel like you will be made uncomfortable by the sound of Jordan Peterson being an absolute ass to people in the trans community, and actually the LGBTQ plus community in general, then this episode may not be for you. If you think it would be uncomfortable to hear Jordan Peterson dead name Elliot Page repeatedly as if he and struggle with Elliot Page's pronouns, like a virgin on prom night struggling to get a bra strap undone, then this episode may not be for you. Ruben completely understands if this would in any way be triggering or mentally unsupportive for you, and would totally understand you listening to something more lighthearted, like many of his numerous episodes. Ruben would like me also to specify for you before the show begins that Ruben is not an expert in the field of trans people or LGBTQ, LGBTQ plus communities. He has numerous friends in these communities, and he is learning and researching and educating himself as best as he can. However, he is not an expert, and he is not talking from personal experience. So he may say things that are either poorly thought out, misguided, or wrong, in which case he would like to apologize to the LGBTQ community in advance. He's trying, he's learning, and if you have any feedback, please stay to the end of the episode to learn how to get in touch with Ruben and correct him on his mistakes. My name is Eric Bobbins, and we now proudly present Ruben Takes the Absolute Piss Out of Jordan Peterson. Thank you. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome back
1: to Ruben Uncut. Today we have... i have going to be talking about something very important that uh, has... uh, that I think is bonkers, fuck nuts, crazy, but also surprisingly a apparently relevant force of culture and a person whose influence appear appears to be continuing to spread even though honestly it is either an insane grift or a middle aged man having a mental fucking breakdown. I'm of course talking about Jordan fucking I sound like Kermit the Frog Peterson. Now of course now for the context of you who are lucky enough to have no idea who the fuck that is, Jordan Peterson is a psychologist from Canada who got angry about a bill that would have qualified misgendering people as a form of harassment and proceeded to claim that it was the Canadian government about to go all 1984 on our asses. Of course, the reality is, at last time I checked, no one, and I mean no one, has been arrested for this crime. Because, it turns out, a lot of people, especially Canadian people, aren't dicks. I mean, I'm a dick, and Jordan Peterson is a dick. Well, Jordan Peterson actually might just be a pussy, or an asshole. Of course, I'm referencing the Team America metaphor here, so don't look too much into it. But let's... Ugh. So Jordan Peterson is a tall, gangly, vaguely waifish-looking man who looks like the... who is like the evil version of, you know, that really old-looking Doctor Who. Uh, the Capaldi guy? Yeah, he looks like the... He's basically his evil twin, but with, you know, hair plugs and a shorter haircut. Ugh. But anyways. And he sounds like Kermit the Frog. And pretty much his whole deal is he wants to save masculinity. Which seems an awful lot like one of those things where like a person is trying to defend or save a thing that they wish they could live up to. But honestly look like they could be. He looks like the average woman could beat the shit out of him. To be 100% honest here. Uh. Not, and I'll be clear, I I don't care if a person falls into the generally masculine stereotypes of what it might be a man, but it seems weird that Jordan Peterson is out here calling for stoic masculinity when Jordan Peterson walks around looking like he could be blown over by a light breeze and essentially crying about things. So, which I don't think it's wrong for a man to be any of those things, but it's weird when that person is going around preaching traditionalist masculinity. When, frankly, they don't look like they would have survived pioneer lifestyle. I mean, he, he would probably have died. Either been killed by uh, indigenous Indians or, you know, wild animals. Or, you know, he just, you know, would have gotten dysentery and shat himself to death on the way to Oregon. With The point... Oh, wait, he's from Canada. Well, whatever the fuck kills people in Canada. Probably bears. But the point is, is that he doesn't seem like the kind of person who would have done well in societies where traditional masculinity was at what he would consider, like, peak masculinity. Like, he just, it, he, he's a goddamn college professor. And if I told you he taught women's studies just based on his appearance, you wouldn't be surprised. Not that there would be anything wrong with that. My point is, his opinion and the thing he's pushing is weird because he doesn't seem to line up with it. Sort of like how Hitler was obsessed with blonde-haired, blue-eyed people, but he himself, uh, you know, was a diminutive, swarthy guy. (sighs) But anyways, Jordan Peterson is the writer of numerous self-help books and is an influence on young men who are... uh, feel disassociated from society. And that's, that's a problem, because... Disaffected white males are a common thing. Well, actually, I'm pretty sure he doesn't just appeal to white males, although I feel like I've heard him say at least a few racist things. But the point is, Jordan Peterson is often an influence picked up by disaffected males who are confused in our rapidly changing digital virtual world, where classic... Well, quote-unquote classic or what you really refer to as romanticized masculinity is an atavistic trait at best. Atavism, for those unfamiliar, refers to a human trait that is outdated for the current level of society. Basically a leftover from when they were Vikings or cavemen or or pirates or even just, you know, middle-aged people from the Middle Ages. And that's that's the reality there. <sighs> but Jordan Peterson Jordan Peterson has gravitated more and more to the right, getting in bed with all the wrong people. And by that I mean I think he works for the Daily Wire now, which is <sighs> unfortunate. It's also unfortunate Jordan Peterson has 5.28 million subscribers on his YouTube. Oh, God. I mean, I know some of them. I, I know some of them are probably hate watching him, but Jesus, that's too many people watching Jordan Peterson. And I'm about to go over a video with you of his that he recently put out. Now, obviously you're only gonna hear the audio of it, and I won't be forcing you to listen to all of it. I'm gonna try and be picky choosy and i'm gonna be interrupting it and talking over it you know to avoid copyright claims and whatnot uh but the point is is that jordan peterson is losing his mind and jordan peterson is also a sophist so now i need to tell you before we begin this what is what is a sophist well a sophist refers to a type of philosopher that were running around in ancient greek time. Now you have to understand ancient greek culture was super fucking different than american culture because the greeks were a very intellectual society. They were big into art, they were big into philosophy, they were big into just you know having free time to do nothing. Well at the same time also doing theater which community theater to the greeks meant a lot more but another thing that they did for entertainment was go and watch shows put on by the sophists and the sophists were essentially philosophers who would come around and they'd try and convince you of wacky shit they try and come up with lot logic-based arguments to basically form an entire viewpoint of the world and the nature of reality. And people used to sit and watch this, which is a little mind-bending, like, why couldn't we have that now? But the problem is is the sophists were also fucking grifters. Like a lot of them a lot of their shit, when broken down, is practically postmodernism before postmodernism was never a thing. The best example being is this one guy who came up with the idea of essentially He came up with an argument for why arrows, in fact, do not move or cannot fly from the bow. And the the simplest way to explain it is essentially that, according to his argument, it's not possible for an arrow to be in the same space as another thing, but it's also not possible for an arrow to be in a space where the arrow isn't. So basically, the arrow can't be moving because the arrow can't be in the space in front of it or behind it because... How could it be if it's not in the... Do you see how this is nonsense? It, it is nonsense. The idea that arrows moving from a bow is, is purely illusion is nonsense. But these sophists try, came up with arguments like that. And they eventually went and fucked around with Socrates. In fact, actually, if you've ever read any of the Socrates' dialogues, the Socratic dialogues are all between Socrates and sophists. Because Sophists, who wanted to make their name, knew that if they could fucking take down that Socrates motherfucker, they'd be the most famous Sophists in the world. So they, well, Greece, you know, which was the world to them. But the Sophists essentially would run up on Socrates and challenge him to all these debates. And Socrates had just used the Socrates method to basically show that they were idiots who didn't know anything and were just like to talk. And that... So Sophists are essential. now some people might defend the Sophists, but the Sophists are, are the bad guys of every story that involves Socrates. So, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to view them as the good guys. But also, here's just an example of a Socrates moment that took place uh, between him and a, uh, the Sophists. A sophist came to Socrates and proposed a thought experiment called the Ring of Gyges. The Ring of Gyges essentially was the idea of a ring that when you put it on your finger and you turned it around, it would make you invisible. So that you could go around being a peeping Tom or a thief or a murderer or a rapist. And you know, would it still be, like morally, you would have gotten away with it because no one could ever know it was you. And And so the sophist posited to Socrates if no one ever knew it was you, then clearly you would be morally in the clear. And Socrates, of course, responded with, yeah, but you would know, and the gods would know. (laughs) So therefore, it still would be a problem. So Socrates defeated the Ring of Gyges experiment by pointing out the obvious, that you know the wrong things that you're doing. But the point is, Let's come back to Jordan Peterson. My point is, remember this for the future. I'm calling Jordan Peterson a sophist. And Jordan Peterson, and I'm going to go through this video and point that out. Now, what is this video? Well, to put it clear, Jordan Peterson is, uh, Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson, of course, is a huge transphobe. Very transphobic. Very very not cool with the, with the trans people. He's very, he's very problematic with it. And you may have heard that he recently got banned from Twitter because he tweeted, because he deadnamed Elliot Page and misgendered Elliot Page and wrote a, basically a sloppy, borderline sarcastic tweet about it. He got banned, air quotes, you can't see me making the air quotes, but I'm making the air quotes... From Twitter. Now, as we go through the video, we will discuss how this is not technically accurate.
2: Years ago, I penned an irritated tweet in response. Note
1: right off the bat, an irritated tweet. He's admitting to sending an irritated tweet. So right, so right there, that means that he is bothered by what Elliot Page is doing, even though it is. None of his goddamn business. And doesn't affect his life at all, but somehow it's gotten under his skin. What a little bitch. comes to one of the latest
2: happenings on the increasingly heated culture war front.
1: A culture war propped up by people like Jordan Peterson, okay? They're the ones making this a war. They can't just let LGBTQ plus people live, motherfucker
2: in response to the decision of an actress,
1: actor. See right there. He actually is gonna do this thing where he gets confused about it. It's like watching a made for television thing. Like a made for television ad where someone's trying to use a pair, pair of scissors and it looks like they've never held a pair of fucking scissors in their entire goddamn life. Listen.
2: Named Ellen Elliot Page. I am employing this awkward and impossible naming style because it is now apparently mandatory and improper.
0: What is he talking about? What is he talking
1: about? People change their names all the goddamn time. We have a legal process for it. There's, there are famous people out there naming their kid's apple, for God's sakes.
2: Probably doing it wrong, nonetheless, as you're doing it wrong is the whole point of what has been made mandatory but
1: what the fuck are you talking about Jordan you're doing it wrong yes you're doing it wrong
2: but also I'm trying to make a point I've essentially been banned from Twitter as a consequence I say banned although technically I have been suspended but the suspension will not be lifted unless I delete the hateful tweet in question and I would rather die than do that.
1: He would rather die than remove a tweet. People remove tweets all the time. People remove embarrassing tweets. And Jordan Peterson should be embarrassed. because this. Enti- but it clearly is not embarrassed because he made this video. And this video itself is embarrassing.
2: And hopefully it will not come to that. Although who the hell knows in these increasingly strange days.
1: Hopefully it. Okay, no, he's talking about hopefully I won't die, but the point is, is that, like, if he wanted to be back on Twitter, he could be. He would just have to delete that tweet. And I know what you're saying, but that would be like him admitting he was wrong. Well, you know, he doesn't have to admit he's wrong on other media. You can delete the tweet and then, you know, say, I deleted the tweet just to get my Twitter account back. The thing is, this is about branding. He's wearing the fact that he's been banned from Twitter, which he hasn't been, as a badge of honor. This is a grift.
2: What was it that I said that caused such a fuss? And that fuss is just beginning. Oh boy,
1: here we go. Let's hear what it was.
2: And even more importantly and complexly, what exactly was it that I said that resulted in the ban? Here's the tweet in question. Remember when pride was a sin and Ellen Page just had her breasts removed by a criminal physician? Then a link to a story that detailed out
1: the... Okay, okay, okay. We're gonna break this down more in a second, but let me preference this with, just so you're aware, pride as a deadly sin is not in the Bible. That was basically church fan fiction. The seven deadly sins, never in the Bible. Not at any point. I mean, there might be... I would have to go through the whole Bible to tell you if there were other points where those various things were mentioned as problematic, but the fact of the matter is is that the seven deadly sins were invented by some monk, and it's just biblical fan fiction. First, and second of all, dead naming. L.A. Page, right there, just had her breasts removed, by a criminal physician, which that last part there, 100% legally standard slander
2: happenings. The response from Twitter, quote, violating our rules against hateful conduct. You may not promote violence against threaten or harass other people on the basis of race, ethnicity, national origin, sexual orientation on the basis of race, ethnicity, national origin, sexual orientation, gender, gender identity, religious affiliation.
1: He just said it. He just said it right there. Gender identity. That's what he's being... That's what he's in trouble for. He doesn't seem to get it.
2: Age, disability, or serious disease. By clicking delete, you acknowledge that your tweet violated the Twitter rules. Delete. If you think we've made a mistake, Submit an appeal to us. Please note that should you do so, your account will remain locked while we review your appeal.
1: Okay, he's describing basic TOS functioning. This is, he's trying to make it sound weird, but this is how TOS's work. If you you have a problem with TOS's, that's whatever, but that's a completely different conversation. Bringing it up here means nothing if you want to have a problem with TOS you have to have TOS you have to have a problem with TOS on principle you can't you you can't just stroll it out anytime you are victimized by TOS that's called just looking at it from your perspective protecting yourself and not anyone else it's complete hypocrisy
2: let's take this apart
1: first Yes, let's take this apart like feminism's taken apart America, am I right, Jordan? woo I High five. I'm, of course, being sarcastic. Fuck this guy.
2: It is clearly the case that I did not promote violence against or... Th-
1: okay, he's going to go through every single one of these and not understand that it was the gender one. It, 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 amazing.
2: Threaten anyone with my missive. So that leaves the arguably lesser sin of... Harass,
1: harassment is a lesser sin. It should be noted that since these are communication, since these are communication platforms, harassment's kind of a big deal. The ability to reach out and harass people thousands of miles away from you is huge. To take to put this lightly in the digital age is absurd. And when when harassment through digital media is the number one thing that is dangerous about digital media
2: let's assume since i wasn't informed that that was the crime and further
1: technically yes the crime was harassment but also uh that you uh that you attacked a person's gender identity which is in the in the tos that you can't fuck around with people's genders it literally stated he you said it out of your mouth we all heard him did you all hear him he said it harassment
2: on the basis of so-called gender identity since twitter did not do me the favor of actually specifying okay jordan come on man come on
1: put the two in the uh, here a little bit more wasting my crime
2: and there are many possibilities on that front we unfortunately have to guess at why this has occurred and
1: do we jordan do we have to guess now don't get me wrong jordan i'm not saying that there can't be so, that the way they put it to you wasn't a little bit vague but, like, can't you contextualize your own tweet? Like, what the fuck? You can't put... You're a fucking professor. And you can't put the two with the two here? Clearly, they're talking about you harassing based on gender. Do you not... Like, literally... Like, you have all the ingredients you need to put this together, Jordan. Is there a thing worded... Re- Kind of vaguely? Uh, yeah. Could they word it better? Probably. But come on! You're supposed to be educated, and you can't logic these two together. Like, it, that would almost lead me to believe that you're being disingenuous, and you're just trying to paint this as a sophistic argument. Oh, maybe he is. Here, let's go more.
2: That's actually a big problem in and of itself, and also indicative of the utter carelessness of the Twitter organization, with regard to the propriety of its own sensorial actions.
1: Okay, all right. Now I don't have anything to say to that. He's he's just, he's just being an ass.
2: I should at least know exactly what I did wrong. If I'm required to acknowledge that my tweet violated the Twitter rules. What rule? Okay, so.
1: Okay, no, let's hear us.
2: Sons of bitches. Exactly. (laughs) Ha! He said sons of bitches. Precisely. Because such things matter when the accusations start flying. Says the guy who called a doctor a criminal. So what did I say that might constitute harassment? Well, many things, hypothetically. Let's begin What (laughs) with Remember when pride was a sin? Although that is merely a factual statement because under the old rules, applicable even a decade ago, pride
1: was a sin. Okay, so like literally here, he's he's making a, like right here, immediately the claim of pride. It's clear that he is signaling to gay people here. Uh, but it's also clear that he doesn't, know that pride is biblical fan fiction he doesn't know that the seven deadly sins are made up pride is not in the ten commandments pride is not in the ten commandments just gonna say that just gonna say that and also like if we're going to assume this then if jordan peterson ever mentions the idea of being proud of being a man then we've got to go hey wait a minute (laughs) what the fuck
2: and had been recognized as perhaps the cardinal's sin for thousands of years.
1: I'm sorry, is pride worse than murder? Is pride worse than adultery? Is pride worse than any of the Ten Commandments? Is it? Is it? Don't get me wrong. Now, pride being the primary uh, problem is a lot more Greek than it is uh, biblically, biblical, you know? Uh, because the Greeks talked about hubris, which was constantly... Um, when people use their pride to, um, to push ahead against sounder, against sounder voices or the gods.
2: Previously, it still might be regarded as unacceptable to the woke authoritarian moralists who now insist, for example,
1: that we celebrate Pride Month. Okay, so right now he's deliberately connecting it to LGBTQ people. He's, he's about, like, he's going, this is just mask-off homophobia.
2: Not hour or day or week, but month. And to have literally called it Pride Month.
1: Okay, so what he's doing here is removing the context. The idea behind pride, and this is an oversimplification from a primarily straight person, is essentially... <laughs> it's the idea behind pride in that both for LGBT communities and African American communities, the idea is that they have identities that at previous points were suppressed. So being proud of who you are is a way of pushing back against the suppression of your identities. And he doesn't seem to, and so he's decontextualizing that. The pride of those situations are about making sure that your voices are heard and the society can see you. The pride he's talking about is more of like a philosophical pride which isn't really related to the issue, and he's trying to conflate the two, so that you think, oh, those, those gays, why are they always getting these holidays? Well, shut the fuck up, white people. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. There are homophobic, not-white people, too. Uh, moving along.
2: Instead of LGBT plus month, or whatever else alphabet acronym which is currently insisted upon as the only acceptable enlightened terminology,
1: so right there just you know saying, "Hey, why couldn't it've been the letters?" and then also at the same time mocking the letters and and being kind of condescending about them. So like, do you really would would you be less angry about an L, about a, an LGBTQ month? Would you, Jordan? Would you?
2: I don't regard pride as a virtue. It has been classically regarded as a sin i don't see that sexual orientation or sexual desire of any sort is something to celebrate or
1: once again missing the point the point is that these people are saying hey we're human and we deserve to be alive even if we are gay so he's he's trying to conflate this idea of hubris with the idea of people struggling to survive and he's trying to cross those over with you. Even though he's decontextualizing everything in it. And he's talking from a point of having, sounding like he hasn't studied any of this shit. Like he keeps referencing pride as a sin. And like I said, I'm not saying that there's not problems of pride. Pride can lead, like, the, as the emotion, pride can lead you down bad paths where you make choices that don't help you or, and quite possibly hurt you, but you think you're doing the right thing because you're full of yourself. You know, like a certain president we had recently, who never, who, who was very prideful of himself and never accepted any criticism. So yes, pride can be dangerous. But Jordan Peterson is trying to conflate the concept of all types of pride with pride as a sin. So that he can point fingers at the LGBT community. To take
2: pride in. And so what I said was was merely a fact. Now, it's possible that I hurt someone's feelings.
1: What what did he even say that was a fact? What, What is he factualizing?
2: Because I pointed out that pride goes before, for example, a fall.
1: Yeah, yeah, but that's not, that's not what anyone else is talking about, Jordan. Just you, just you. You're just conflating language.
2: But I don't care about that. Would do it again, and also consider it my. He'd do it again, people. He do it again. Duty to warn those who are about to fall into a pit, that the
1: path they are on leads suddenly downhill. How would he know? How would he know? Jordan Peterson, even though he is a psychologist, seems to reject almost all modern psychological thought, preferring outdated psychological thought, which is important to note because the because ad, the advancements in psychological health in the last twenty years have been massive. Okay, I don't think you understand. This psychological systems were archaic and abusive almost through into the 80s and even in the 80s that's just when they started to reform things (sighs) and they didn't even hit like literally people with disabilities and mental disorders right now are living productive lives that previously they would have been locked up and medicated into oblivion it's absolute insanity
2: but that was probably not the reason that I was banned from Twitter. Although, as I said, I am in the position of having to guess.
1: It is the harassment. It is the harassment. It is the harassment. It is the harassment. It's the misgendering thing. He was, is it, was it wordly, vaguely worded? Yes. But once again, Jesus Christ, Jordan Peterson, aren't you, like, you're supposed to be smart. And this is how you talk. Next phrase to interrogate
2: and ellen page now why did i stop there <sighs> because in all likelihood it was this seemingly innocuous phrase including the name of a well-known actress there i'm in trouble again that likely resulted in my ban
1: like he's he's acting like <laughs> he's he's act... Like, if Jordan Peterson were on the Death Star, uh, he would have been killed by Darth Vader the first time he kept calling him Anakin, I'm certain. Uh, Like, what the... I'm sorry, I'm ripping off memes now. My bad. I committed the
2: fatal crime of what has come to be known in the appalling sensorial terminology of the insane
1: activists as dead naming, which is... Which is a logical name for it. It's a it's a logical like that name is dead. They don't use it anymore. Like, is he going to complain about Marilyn Monroe and the fact that we never use her God-given name? Is he? What the fuck?
2: The act of referring to someone who has transitioned another hated piece of jargon and slogan by the name and by the inference the gender, really the sex that everyone knew them by previously, and in the case of Ellen.
1: Wait, if it's really the sex, then what what are you, what are you complaining about? What do you, let, let sex and gender be separate Jordan. Let them be separate. Just, Jesus Christ.
2: Slash Elliot that millions of people recognized and knew. So I should have either called him, her, they Elliot instead of Ellen. Although as we will discover that would have made it impossible for me to say
1: what I wanted to and need to say No, it doesn't, Jordan. Other people's brains can add context. We'll know who and what you're talking about. What you're about to say is pure sophistry.
2: In the remaining phrases, not that such a problem would bother those who are objecting to my speech in the first place. The next phrase is, just had her breasts removed. This bit suffers from a very similar problem. I employed the forbidden pronoun her when Elliot, Ellen, is now to be regarded as a he or else. But there's a conundrum here, to say the least, and not just for me, although I have been banned because of it. Was Elliot slash Ellen a she or a he or Ellen or Elliot when she or he or they, that's Elliot or Elian, by the way, had his or her or their breasts removed? If he or she was a he, then why was it necessary to have the mastectomy? And how could those I'm writing
1: to make sense of what I was saying if it was his breasts that were... Okay, Okay, so do you hear what's happening here? This is insanity. Like, literally, he's using linguistics to try and confuse the issue. First, second of all, men have, men technically have what's considered breast tissue. And some men can get breast cancer. This is a thing. There's a reason for it to happen. Also, also, male anatomy can, with hormones, produce milk. Okay? Men can have breasts. This is not an out there thing. He's acting like it is. Also... Like the entire, it's, this is the, this is why I brought up the bow and arrow example before, because it's the same idea. He's trying to position that well, one thing can't be a thing if it's the thing before it. And it's like, oh my God. Like, Jesus Christ, Jordan Peterson, how would you refer to a butterfly and a caterpillar? Well, you know, the, <clears throat> that's I can do better than that. Hi ho there, Jordan Peterson here. I'm just going to talk about. About the butterfly. About the caterpillar. I mean. I mean butterfly. That the woke agenda would like me to acknowledge. As the butterfly. When we all know. That previously. The butterfly was a caterpillar. So. The caterpillar crawled into a cocoon. And came out. As a butterfly. Now. Ha, now obviously. I wouldn't say the Butterfly was crawling on the ground like an inchworm, because that's not how a butterfly moves. But, but, so obviously I would need to refer to the caterpillar instead of a butterfly. It's fucking bullshit. (laughs) Like, it's, it's nonsense. The argument he is positing here is pure sophistry. He is using linguistics to confuse the issue and make dumb people think he is smart. That's what he's doing here. This is a grift. Were removed. Or he's an idiot, a grift or he's an idiot. Were
2: those male breasts or female breasts that were removed? If they were male breasts, then why were they removed?
1: Like I said, men can have breast cancer. If they were female
2: breasts and had therefore become objectionable to the degree that surgery generally reserved for cancer treatment was required, was morally obligatory.
1: There are other reasons to have a mastectomy. There are other reasons to have a mastectomy. Just just pointing that out. Then wasn't
2: Elliot still Ellen and he still she?
1: <sighs> so, so, le- le- this is, I, do I even need to say it again? It, 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 this, This is a word game. It's nothing.
2: How could I possibly have written that sentence in any sensible manner whatsoever while simultaneously making my point understandably and not breaking Twitter rules against so-called hateful conduct?
1: It's very simple. You would have said Elliot Page has transitioned after having his breast removed. Like, what? What? do you not my brain is exploding. That's what that's this noise. So either Jordan Peterson is so stupid. He doesn't understand how to put context into things or Jordan Peterson is a disingenuous grifter who is actively trying to linguistically confuse dumb people into buying his fucking books and watching his YouTube channel. Did this have a commercial before it? I don't think it did. I hope it's been demonetized.
2: And Elliot Page just had his breasts removed? Was he Elliot then? When exactly? Exactly. He was definitely Ellen at some point in the past. Or so indicate all his, her, them, their film credits. Will all those have to be reshots?
1: No. Jordan. 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 Jordan, what the fuck? What are you even talking about? Art is a par- art is a piece of time. We don't we're not we don't need to go back and reshoot those things. They're I mean, I'd have to ask what Elliot Page's opinion on their past work is. But No, Jordan. We're not going to go make fucking Caitlyn Jenner go back and rerun their races. Now that they're a woman, nonsense. Since they employed the hated dead name, that doesn't. Everyone understands that shit happened in the past, Jordan. You're You're moving forward with this shit
2: exist by the way that dead name category except in the sensorial and addled minds of a tiny fraction of insanely narcissistic and increasingly dangerous trans activists
1: deliberately calling trans activists, activists dangerous i would need to see some proof that trans people are committing violent acts or or you know generally things that are dangerous
2: When precisely was it incumbent on me to switch my terminology in regard to
1: Elliot slash Ellen so that I was... After they transitioned. After they came out and transitioned. This is not hard. There's an easy point in time. Easy point in time. Just after they came out and said that's who they were. This is not a hard concept.
2: Not engaging in hateful conduct. And how can I describe the fact that someone who was once a woman, and really still is, had her breasts cut off because she he they their them had fallen prey to a viciously harmful fad
1: now he's going to make conspiracy-based speculations that people being gay or trans or non-binary is a fad now look okay i'm not going to say that everyone who goes into one of these things is a hundred percent trans or non-binary or anything the fact of the matter is that life is full of people trying to figure things out and sometimes you try things and they're not for you and that's okay and that's okay and sometimes and there are some people in the world who are vaguely on the who have per like borderline personalities or and just want to fit in with the world even though they're deeply disturbed and they will latch on to any group whether it be a gun club a trans identity a, or white supremacy they just want to fit in so they'll latch on to something and those people exist but those people are probably a minor are a minority of the minorities and you can't attack entire groups of people because some of them might be confused and no one's making those people confused by the way these people who ha- the people the type of people I'm referring to are the type of people who would wander through life just latching onto anything we can't prepare for people with those types of disorders it's up to them to get into therapy and help themselves the point i'm saying here is that trans people are valid regardless of regardless if someone else is confused or wrong and also it's not anyone else's job to tell other people who are confused They're only gonna be able to understand that if they discover it themselves. And the thing is, is that transitioning actually has a ton of therapy involved. And to get physical transitions, you have to go through tons of steps and procedures. What the right does is make it set, are making a claim without making the claim outright that literally what they are saying without fully saying it is that the people who assist in these types of situations aren't doing their jobs. And that's a statement that has, is an accusation with no basis or evidence. We have no evidence that the psychiatrists and people who help themselves with gender identity, I'm sorry, that the psychiatrists and doctors who help people with gender identity aren't doing their jobs honestly and well. There's no evidence for that. In fact, the rates of people who get turned away indicate that they are screening out anyone who might just be confused. Which isn't to say that they aren't going to make mistakes there too they could easily miss people who are genuinely uh, dysphoric or non-binary or whatever's going on there the point i'm trying to make that jordan peterson is propagandizing here with the specific purpose of targeting trans people to pick up the attention of people who are uncomfortable with trans people and he is going to paint a picture that is unfavorable regardless of what the actual realities are.
2: Without using the appropriate sex link pronoun and the real name of the real
1: person to whom this was really done with him. So once again, he, he's asserting that Elliot Page is a facade and that Ellen Page was the real person, which is based on what? What is that based on? What is that based on? How do you know that what are you even saying in some cultures people would let the children pick an adult name when they reached a certain age so like changing names is not unusual he's just being a dumb piece of shit.
2: his her their voluntary but unfortunate acquiescence
1: and so it was imp- right there right there right th- he's suggesting that He's suggesting that this is just people giving into a fad, which is bullshit. There's no evidence for it. There's no evidence that people are giving into it. This is a fad, is what, I, is what I was trying to say earlier. Just absolutely. God damn it. It's impossible to communicate what
2: had happened to my audience without apparently running. You, like,
1: literally, all you need to do is say Elliot Page is a trans man. And that covers the entire conversation. Once upon a time, they were born, assigned female at birth, and at a certain point, they realized they were, they were a man and a woman's body, they transitioned, they're trans man, we literally have a term for it so it tells the whole story. Everything he's saying is just literally catering to stupidity.
2: Running afoul of the impossible and absurd rules that now hypothetically govern morality itself in the days of the degenerated postmodern and marxist ethos that we must still no matter how impossible it is
1: what is ironic there is that he is unironically using postmodern linguistical tactics he is literally distorting concepts and meanings behind words to appeal to people who don't understand how language works he is being unironically postmodern What a fucking tool. ...abide by
2: or else. And you might object. Ellen slash Elliot is an adult, 30-something, and fully capable of making up his, her, their own mind about... Like, you just have to stop after his, Jordan. Just stop after his. ...such things. And she, he, they are welcome... From the liberal and the libertarian position to go to hell in a handbasket as
1: she he they okay so now he's making the appeal to the fact that these people will go to hell even if he's saying it metaphorically i mean he's kind of dog whistling it there like it sounds like like he doesn't want to come out and say hey i supporting christian traditional values here but he's dog whistling which is weird because a lot of people get away with just saying it see fit and fair enough to some degree no that is fair jordan that is fair like on all levels you can't tell other people how to live their lives that's the american way you fucking canadian fascist piece of shit in america you can't tell other people how to live their lives now i now i talk a lot about legislation stuff um and because the point is that i'm a systems person i view the world as the systems and we need to And the fact of the matter is, is that to affect the world, you need to affect the systems, because you can't regulate the individual. The individual has to be able to live their life. And and when we start getting into this stuff, we're talking about regulating the individual, and that's not acceptable. You can regulate systems, and companies, and businesses, and things that affect everyone around you. But you cannot re- regulate an individual. Now, obviously, we do regulate the individual because, you know, like murder and and rape and theft and, and interpersonal theft are all illegal. But the point is, is that once you start to regulate individuals on a certain level, that's that's where we're getting authoritarian and fascistic.
2: But I don't believe it is either merely Picayune or inappropriate to point out that Ellen slash Elliot, who is quite a good actor slash
1: actress is also a rich. I object to the term actress. It is an unnecessary gendering of the term actor and is often used in a condescending or sexist inflection towards women. Um, This is a concept that is hard to understand for people who are very used to hearing the word actress, but the word actress is actually um, vaguely derogatory. It's just something that got normalized into our society. The fact of the matter is, is that the word actor was previously ungendered
2: ritual model for emulation being a star with all the privileges and let us point out the responsibilities
1: so if you're a star you're not allowed to live your life as an individual that's the argument here this is a weird argument because it's a dehumanization of people who are more famous than us. Which isn't to say that people who are more famous than us might be out of touch or have issues. But to expect them not to be human beings who have to live their own lives is an absurdity, often pointed to by the right when they want to demean some kind of concept that, uh, that some celebrity has spoken out for. Uh, you can't see this, but... If I look really close at the picture, like Jordan Peterson's eyes are like watering. Like he looks like he's about to cry. It's wild.
2: That go along with that. So by acquiescing to this surgery and by publicizing it, by insisting upon the sanctity and the moral virtue of his, her, their, new, expensive, dangerous. Like it'd be better
1: if he even just said they the whole time. (laughs) What? He's got he's got to make it complicated and medically enhanced
2: identity and by participating in the whole identity
1: Like your hair plugs medically enhanced like your hair plugs. I don't know someone told me he had hair plugs They they do kind of look like you can't see this, but they they do kind of look like hair plugs
2: Gerard, Allen slash Elliot has undoubtedly with his you can just say Elliot now we
1: all know we all know who you're talking about. We've gone through this whole video. If someone at this point in the video doesn't know who Elliot is, in, they have a, their brain must be leaking out of their ears. Her, their
2: so-called courage and remember the White House itself.
1: You know, here's the thing, a lot of people like to make fun of the idea of LGBTQ people having courage to come out, but the fact of the matter is, is that when they come out, if people are gonna post these types of videos and tweets, yeah, that takes a certain amount of courage. Is it the same amount of courage as back in the day when they would just get, you know, like right out murdered? I mean, people, just for clarity, LGBTQ people are still violently assaulted and murdered in this country and all over the world. What I'm saying is that it's, it's just not as accepted as it used to be, for clarity. Um, but, like, yeah, it takes bravery to come out when you know every dipshit like Jordan Peterson or even fucking Dean Kane, the world's lamest Superman, is going to come out and accuse you of not being brave? Like... If no one were going to say if, if you people weren't having this reaction, then I might be like, OK, yeah, it's not that brave. But when people like you have this reaction, then, yeah, it does take a little bit of bravery to come out when you know you're going to be a public spectacle. Office tweeted out every
2: indication of believing in the courage of those who transition enticed many a poor, confused adolescent girl.
1: He has no proof for this. This is this is a not this is a non falsifiable claim. He has no evidence.
2: ...most likely to blame her emergent pubescent self-consciousness, confusion and discomfort on being born in the wrong body and believing that the courageous, self-affirming and morally admirable root is hormonal treatment, sterilization, subjugation to a lifetime... He said, okay, so like,
1: here's the thing. Like, what's wild about that is that like it used to be like one of the punishments for people who were gay or or trans in the old timey psychology into like the 70s was to sterilize them so it's very ironic that he's now pointing to this right right here also some trans men get pregnant so clearly so clearly they're not being sterilized so this is once again just jordan peterson making claims based on nothing
2: time of expensive medical complication how delightfully profitable is that and misery and I leave for
1: he is here here he is assuming the psychological state of people he has not met or interacted with
2: firmly that Ellen slash Elliot or whatever the hell her name or his name is bears moral culpability for that
1: okay then jordan peterson i think you bear moral culpability for fucking up young men's brains with your fucking nonsense you goddamn moralist grifter and finally with regard to seriously his eyes are watering like like none of it nothing's streaming down his face yet but I, i zoomed in on it and like he just had it's like there's just this Reservoir of water building up his eyes, refusing to, to stream down his face. It's like he's willing his tears in with pure masculinity. I'm being sarcastic.
2: To the final phrase, criminal physician. I must say that I've had some post-coital, so to speak. What? <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> People are too... S- All this sexualization is wrong. Let me make a sexual metaphor... <laughs> regrets about that
2: phrase. It is clearly the case that the surgical operation performed by the butchers who butchered Elliot slash Ellen was legal.
1: I, I would still say that this is kind of slanderous, libel, slanderous. Li- I gotta look up the difference. One of them's written, one of them's spoken. I, I don't remember which is which. So was it
2: criminal or not?
1: No, because it's legal. So, so technically, no, it wasn't criminal.
2: Were the operations undertaken by the fascist physicians who carried out the Nazi medical experiments legal?
1: <sighs> okay, D- do I even have to say what's wrong with this metaphor right here? Ellen, I phew, now he's got me doing it, son of a bitch. Elliot Page did it of their own volition. So typically, the Nazi medical doctors were operating on people against their will so big difference big difference there buddy okay
2: yes under the laws of the time but were they criminal i'll leave that question up to you to answer
1: technically the answer is no technically the answer is no criminal only refers to the legal side of things not not the moral side of things. Lots of people who've done nothing morally wrong in their lives are criminal, are currently criminals. And plenty of people who should be in jail forever walk the streets because what they did was technically legal. I'm looking at you. You know who I'm looking at.
2: And further, perhaps it might be objected What about the damage done by hypothetically leaving those confused about their identity to dwell in their confusion? Aren't we morally obliged to intervene? And I would say, no. Why? Well, first, do no no harm as the Hippocratic Oath, remember that, insists. And second, it has been a matter of historical consensus
1: he is speculating that people who are trans are just confused. He's not backing this with data or research or studies he's making a blanket 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 statement that uh, will appeal to his audience
2: that sins of omission are less egregious than sins of commission, thus leaving someone with gender dysphoria no matter how warranted and perhaps it is in a very tiny minority of truly unfortunate cases to suffer the consequences of the theoretical mismatch between soul and body is less of a risk ethically personally socially and philosophically than the extremely active intervention that constitutes so-called gender confirming another
1: hated phrase okay so i forgot about this part but what he's essentially doing is (sighs) so the problem here is that he he has a negative interpretation of the current modern ideas of what's the best way to treat this situation and the fact of the matter is is that he's wrong um most data most information says that gender affirming care is the way to go with trans people And he's not really basing his ideas off of anything because what he's not saying out loud, the part he's not saying out loud is that the alternative to helping these people live their lives, oh, excuse me, the alternative to helping these people live their lives is to essentially tell them, is to essentially tell them to suppress it and to, that there is just something wrong with them, that they'll need to get over with therapy. That's the implication of what he's saying. And the fact of the matter is is that we have no evidence for that. No evidence for that at all. In fact, conversion therapies, which is what he's implying but not saying because conversion therapy has bad optics these days, is the only alternative to what he's saying is bad. And conversion therapy tends to be a wrecking ball approach to helping people.
2: Surgery. I might also point out that the trans surgery enterprise is now a 300 million dollar per annum growth industry. Rate of projected expansion 15% per year. Projected increase by 2027 to 750 million dollars per year.
1: Hold on. Hold on. We're going to look this up. We're going to look this up. Hold on. We got to look this up. All right. Okay. Let's see here. How much How much is the plastic su- plastic uh, surgery industry worth? Okay. Okay. So, the plastic surgery industry itself is worth 63. 4 billion with an annual growth rate of 9.6 percent from 2022 to 2030 so that absolutely dwarfs the numbers for uh what what is technically a very specialized plastics part of the plastic surgery industry now let's check hair let's check hair plugs Oh, what do you know? The global hair restoration market size was estimated in 2020 to be at $4.2 billion and is expected to reach $4.9 billion in 2021. How disgusting when God is clearly telling Jordan Peterson to be bald. I mean, how dare he have the pride to do that.
2: An expanding enterprise in a time of global uncertainty. Time to...
1: The entire plastic surgery, surgery industry is expanding in times of global uncertainty.
2: Invest both in the requisite surgical skills and perhaps in any industry associated with this vicious and unconscionable
1: fad, primarily... Once again, calling it a fad okay he's called co- <sighs> abs <sighs> there's no evidence for that he has to, he'd have to prove that there's no <sighs> entangling as such
2: things so often do the youthful and female isn't that a concern intersectionalists not when push comes to shove
1: oh oh now he's making an appeal to turfs He's trying to push the idea that trans people are ruining women's spaces and, and pride in being a woman. Oop.
2: Or ideology to scalpel. Is that not a true moral hazard? And I'm not taking down that tweet or acknowledging that my tweet violated the Twitter rules.
1: It did. It did violate the Twitter rules. It did, though. <laughs> like, he can say that he doesn't understand why it didn't violate it, but he just that's on him up yours
2: woke moralists we'll see who cancels who
1: literally he 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 is in a crowd of people right now i think i believe he's at the daily wire with people who wear the idea of being canceled as a badge of honor this is how they make their money by saying hey The liberal agenda wanted us out of the way, so obviously we've got something to say. There's just, it's it's a philosophical bullshit. Twitter's
2: a rat hole in the final analysis,
1: and I have- Okay, that's the one true thing. Twitter is a rat hole. Um, Although, it's a hundred times better than Reddit.
2: (laughs) Probably contributed to that while trying to use, understand, and master that horrible, toxic platform. No doubt I owe some apologies for that, and I'm trying to learn,
1: but it's a relief in some. It doesn't sound like you're trying to learn, Jordan. It doesn't sound like you're trying to learn. If you were trying to learn, you would have deleted the tweet and then tweeted about how you're trying to learn on Twitter. That's what trying to learn looks like. This is you being defensive, you giant fucking pussy.
2: Some real sense to be banned, and I regard it under the present condition.
1: Suspended.
2: As a badge of honor.
1: Like, I, literally, literally, oh, oh Jordan Wire, Jordan Peterson, uncensored, now on Daily Wire, subscribe to watch. This was an ad! Oh my god, this was an ad, you guys! It was a fucking ad. An ad for a show on a fucking place that you got to pay money for. Are you fucking kidding? Of course it was a fucking ad. That's what this is. That's what this is. Jordan Peterson's just out here selling himself. He a big old hoe. He's out getting down on his knees for some right wing dick. He's just like, yeah, tunnel all that fucking right wing dick into me. I'm ready to go over to, you, to the complete dark side. What am I saying? He was never a good guy. He's a fucking transphobe who writes bullshit traditionalist con, not like self-help books for kids and espouses Christian moral beliefs, even though he like it doesn't sound like he's ever read a fucking Bible in his goddamn life. Constantly talks about Christian things that aren't real even. Like it's fucking nonsense. Fucking nonsense, Mike. It's goddamn... Jordan Peterson is the worst. The worst, motherfucker. He is the worst. Absolute worst. Absolute fucking loot worst. <sighs> okay, I may have overreacted. There's probably... There are people worse... There, there are people worse than Jordan Peterson. There, there are people worse than Jordan Peterson. The, the Trump family exists. The Kardashian family... Well, is he worse than the Kardashians? I don't know. I, I've not done enough research into the Kardashians. They just they just seem they seem pretty bad. Uh, <clears throat> no, he's probably worse than them. He's probably worse than them. <sighs> Although. Caitlyn Jenner is a fucking trad con. Which is fucking weird. Fucking Republican trans people, so confusing. <sighs> but anyways. <clears throat> ugh. Well. Hopefully, hopefully no one tries to take this shit down. I don't think this can count as his work. But the point is, if you listen to this at this point, thank you. I appreciate that. Fuck Jordan Peterson. Fuck that guy. Uh, what a, what a waifish, gangly piece of shit he is. Uh, but, uh, but thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, the best way to support me is to share this podcast with uh, with people you know when they ask about podcasts they should be listening to. Uh, yeah. If you'd like to give any feedback, you can reach me on Twitter at sonofhippies. And you can also uh, go to anchor.fm, Rubenuncut Uncut an- slash anchor, uh, anchor.fm. Or is it anchor.fm slash RubenCat? It's one of those. It's one of those. I could look. Wait, I can look at it. I can look at it. What is my, what is my,
0: God damn it. What is it?
1: Oh, yeah. It's anchor.fm slash Ruben-Ryan is the technical H- website address. Oh, that's interesting. It doesn't use the title of my podcast. It uses my username. Weird. Uh, but you can go there and uh, leave me a voicemail if you have any feelings about anything I said here today. If you're an angry young man who, uh, who, who claims Jordan Peterson saved their life, then uh, feel free to leave me an angry message about why I'm wrong and a cuck. And I will put it on my podcast and make fun of you. I promise. All right, well, thank you all for listening. Have a wonderful day or night or whenever you listen to this.